Hey folks, Mason here coming in uh, in advance of this special bonus episode of It's on the List. Uh, Noah and I had initially planned for this to be the second half of our one-year anniversary show, but as it happened, we had an awful lot to talk about that episode. So it's coming in now. No worries. No big deal. Um, just got some, some folks together uh, who made the first year very special, made our lists, did a little reminiscing, and uh, yeah, uh, hope you enjoy uh, this very stable episode of the most stable pod on the net. So without further ado, let's go. Um, all right, Jeff Thomas is about to come in. So before he comes in, ready, I'm about to say something that you can actually include in the show. So I would say, once I start saying something now, this is probably the point which future Mason wants to do use for the episode. Okay. Yes. This is what future Mason's going to use this for the episode. Hi, future Mason. Hey everyone. We're on hiatus right now, but we couldn't let you go empty handed during the hiatus. I'm here of course with the funny talking dog, chef Mason. I am the funny talking baby. We're going to be talking to some people today who, uh, we are, who who ended up on our list so yeah let's get, mm-hmm. let's get started this is our first guest actually before we do this i do have a poem that was emailed to us by chef dustin Titcomb. actually yes uh, didn't get came in bet- in in the interim period between when we recorded the actual episode and uh this one so it's it's very quick it's very good <clears throat> so subject line happy one year anniversary uh dear noah and mason i wrote a little poem in celebration of your big one year anniversary i hope you enjoy it seems today that all you see is violence in movies and sex on TV. But where are those good old-fashioned values on which we used to rely? Luckily, there's a family guy. Lucky there's a man who positively can do all the things that make us laugh and cry. Funny talking baby. He's our family guy. Here's to many more years of being on the list. Dustin Tickcom. Uh Dustin, thanks for sending that in. That was very sweet. Okay. Anything to say about that, Noah? (laughs) And enjoy the rest of this episode. Yeah, let's do this, folks. Okay. Are we letting in Chef Thomas now? Yes. Hell yeah. There he is. Come on, baby. Hello, yes. Hello, (laughs) Chef. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Welcome, Chef Thomas. Uh oh! <laughs> Already off to a hot fucking start with Zoom. We love that. Can't wait. Hi. So Already great. off so to a hot start. Hello. You're doing all right, my friend. I know you. I, I heard. Trauma. I have a little ouchie. A little ouchie <laughs> on my finger. Uh, oh no! So yo, the, uh, my brother, I'm eating here. Do you see that outline? It is no longer what the round. Fuck? It's now a diagonal. Jesus. So on <laughs> how did this how'd that happen what'd you do i was, there, I was making stupid fucking coleslaw not even a great dish probably a good one at best and i just sliced my finger right off it's fucked up actually yeah. to be it's honest with you it the, a little bit. you think the coleslaw is gonna actually taste good at this point or are you like actually, giving up the, there's a pretty good uh sauce i've got going it's a little sweet and spicy number got some uh, peach nectar and some hot sauce kind of going on okay kind of interesting I hate, I hate a mayonnaise coleslaw or so vinegar. Really? Coleslaw. Yeah, yeah. Why do you hate a mayonnaise coleslaw? They're too soggy and clumpy, and they just kind of stick with you. 
Yeah, but a vinegar coleslaw is clean and crisp, and so that's the that's what I'm bringing to the table tonight. Damn. All right. Well, we did we did not see eye to eye uh, on the coleslaw. <laughs> on coleslaw. <end> okay. <laughs> yeah, Mason, where do you stand on the coleslaw thing? Uh, I don't feel too strongly one way or the other about coleslaw. Honestly, it's always been a thing I've been really wanting to get into. It's on my list, uh, but I just haven't had the time oh, to get into coleslaw. For the podcast we're on. Yeah, and I just want to make it very clear to anyone who's listening to this bonus episode in the uh, in the uh, hiatus period that we're taking. Uh-huh. Uh, Thomas literally cut a chunk of his finger off and it is just not there anymore. It's just not there. It looks very comical. It's literally like a drawing of a finger with just a corner sliced cleanly (laughs) off. But yeah, it's it's kind of crazy to just think that my finger will never be normal again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And for, uh, for all the, for all the, for all the other folks out there, that's his, uh, pussy finger. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Hey. <laughs> I really don't. You didn't. You didn't have like you didn't have the confidence to really follow that one all the way through. It was like you lost. It was like a like a the trajectory of a rocket, and then just slowly. <laughs> it was the challenger away. of anything. <laughs> oh, speaking of, I just finished watching that documentary last night. The Netflix the series about the Challenger explosion. Yeah, it's very good. It's very very good. Very uh. Very informative about the uh, the the spaceship that blew up and killed seven people. That's nice. Well, you know, I've transcended movies. The only thing I watch now is a uh, Kardashian show. <laughs> so it's because my brain is powerful. <laughs> yeah, you've galaxy brained the year twenty twenty and said, you know, That's if I true. don't engage with media at all, it can't defeat me. It's, no, it's really. I feel great. It's actually Amazing. media is bad. Everyone should stop consuming it. <laughs> well, speaking of media being bad, uh, Chef Thomas, you're probably wondering, well, why the fuck did we actually bring you here today? Is that mm-hmm. fair to say? That is fair to say. I was a little uh, trepidatious, but you know, I'm, I'm adrenaline's pumping from the bodily trauma I've experienced, and yeah. I'm ready for what you boys are going to throw at me. So, yeah. Mason, you mind if, mind if I explain this one to Chef Thomas? Go for it, brother. Thank you. So, Mason and I recently recorded an episode celebrating the one year anniversary of it's on the list. Mm -hmm. And we each put together a top 10 list of our favorite things from the year of doing the show. Mm -hmm. Now, of course you have been on the show multiple times. I think two Mm -hmm. times as of this recording, maybe not multiple sounds a little ambitious. I've been here twice. (laughs) (laughs) You've been been here twice. You've been here more than once. We'll say. Yeah. 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 The possibilities are infinite when it comes to being here more than once. Um, And so you have the honor, I think, mm-hmm. of appearing mm-hmm. on both Mason and I's lists for favorite okay. things. Okay, okay, a little bit of crossover. Yeah, a little mm-hmm. bit of crossover there. I think you appear on my list once and Mason's list twice, actually. Okay, so you, Mason likes me a little more than you do. <laughs> yeah, Mason would never say your pussy finger on the podcast. <laughs> that's a, that's no, true. I would, but I would commit to it. I would commit oh. to it. it was, well, here's the thing. A- <laughs> I, I did commit to it, but it was one of those things where I was like, I was gonna say pussy diddling finger. I just oh, knew that that I was think, Honestly, I think that that would have been better, because at least I would have had more context, because what could the, <laughs> what does the other term even mean? <laughs> I don't know. It's just a bunch of fucking bullshit it's just a bunch Uh-oh. of fucking crap you know what i mean oh, no. joker mode <laughs> it's all just a bunch of sicko mode bullshit as far as i'm concerned <laughs> but chef thomas you appeared on mason's list twice my list once and i want to ask you what do you think ended up on my list and what do you think ended up on mason's list we'll play a uh, guessing game I am going to go with farah and gex for mason and for you dear noah I am also going to go with Gex. So, 
You're a hundred percent correct with Mason. Okay. You a hundred percent got it right yeah. on the, right on the mm-hmm. head. Which one do you think was higher on the list for Mason's? Farah. You would be correct, Shane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You would be like the goddamn dictionary. <laughs> Damn. We're dabbing, listeners. We're dabbing a little bit in the booth. But Chef oh, Thomas, yeah. one thing that I we did not, one thing we purposefully omitted when telling you, is that we could not select things that we had heard previous to the item coming on the show. Okay. I had heard Gex prior to you coming Due into to the, the show. onslaught of posting I, I performed. Yeah. That's exactly correct. So unfortunately, because of the rules that we set up, mm-hmm. Gex could not appear on my list, just plain and simple. Well, that's a dirty trick. I feel like you should have told me that so I could have guessed the correct answer. Mm, I would never do that for you. <laughs> I would no. play a dirty trick on you every time. I see. So knowing that... What do you think is actually on my list? I think it would be Nacho Libre. I think it would have to be Nacho Libre. (laughs) Considering that... Stalin and Pharaoh were not the most uh, popularly received. (laughs) Well, not only was Pharaoh, I would say, not very popular. An evil fart rating. (laughs) Probably the worst thing we've ever covered on the show. But that's... that's (laughs) Not for Mason McGuire, host of It's on the List. No, 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 no. It's it's a highlight. It knocked off uh, Chimes at Midnight, the Orson Welles feature film. Uh, Orson Welles. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely fucked them up so congratulations uh chef thomas for making it on to these lists yes it's an honor to be here <laughs> yeah what were your experiences like both times that you came on the show i'm interested to know what the what the what it's like on the other side of the table so no uh both times were a delight i think we've all kind of pm'd privately that the geck uh, show just had a certain magic to it i believe uh, that <laughs> that is the it seems to be the, the, the star of your show, if you don't mind me uh, taking that mantle. It seems to be that all you see are Gek episodes <laughs> climbing the chop yeah. of the tarts. Yeah, yeah. 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 I yeah. think that the special sauce on that is that the, the episode artwork is Rocky's picture of him listening that is, to That is Gek the cherry the on top. Time. That is the raisins and the oatmeal. Shout out to my favorite podcast. It's a little reference for the fans out there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, oh, there we go. True Noah Marger heads will understand yeah, true that. True Marger yeah. heads will still be able to know little, little Raisin for spice, if you But no, it was, uh, I, I, I missed that gag. That's crazy that that's almost a year ago. Uh, but it just, um, that was just, yeah. uh, it was a highlight of the fall last year. And, uh, and I, um, I, it was nice to become friends with Mason due to that occurrence. And uh, I don't know, that was, there was just a certain magic in that room. We were joshing and jawing and cranking and yanking. You know? Everything sort of came together on that episode because that was, the last episode that we ever recorded in Chateau Crenshaw, the Mark Marin Cat Ranch, you know, his garage, whatever we called it back in the day. Right. Um, it just sort of all came together. We knew we, I was like, we have to get Thomas on this show before Mason goes back. There's something about being in the same room that you just can't replicate virtually mm-hmm. just because of technological yeah. limitations. And so I will just admit, that's my most listened to episode of it's on the list was the Thomas 100 Gex death of Stalin episode. I literally will like listen to that. I'll just like throw that on sometimes and there will just be like little moments. And I try and hear new things every time because one thing we were all amazing at was just talking at the same time. And yes. oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's yeah, layers yeah. there where uh, it, it's hard to differentiate and there's just a scrum of men yelling. <laughs> uh, but that's what podcasting mm-hmm. is all about, baby. Listen, that is. Listen. That's- <laughs> 
That's what this time is all about, yeah. is for the men to develop podcasts <laughs> yeah. while everybody yeah. else goes out into the workforce and gets this back together. <laughs> yes. So, Mason, you got anything else for Chef Thomas before we let him go? Uh, no, I just wanted to say it's been a real pleasure meeting you through doing this podcast, and you even came to visit me in Chicago. Not I did. Two weeks after I, I moved back, we met at Rossi's Tavern. We did. On... Opening this week, maybe foolishly, but shout out to Rossi's. They made <laughs> it through out. COVID. I will be there shout again. Out. Really? You're coming through town again? I mean, eventually. I probably oh, will sure. be in Chicago <laughs> before I die. Okay. But... Yeah, sure. Okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, and honestly, like, think, like, I had no idea that they, I don't hang out in the, I think that's the Gold Coast. Uh, don't hang out in that part of town an awful lot. But that is uh, such a, a, a treat to discover because it is such a vestige of just old Chicago. Yeah. Like I'm in a Facebook group that's just pictures of like, it's, it's literally just like one guy like scanning pictures of old like downtown Chicago. And I'm that like, sounds oh, like a very what? Mason thing to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, I'm just like, well, I've been so bummed I wasn't here for this, but the fact that Rossi's Tavern is still around and it was, uh, I got to enjoy uh, some beverages with my friend Thomas. Uh, uh, was that pre-Gex? Had you not gone that was, to Gex That yet? was post-Gex. Uh, okay. uh, I believe that was a Saturday night, and I saw Gex in Chicago on Thursday. What um, number show was that of the Gex tour? That was my, let me see, I, it was Berkeley, then it was Santa Ana. I believe that was number three. That was number three. Okay. Um, and then the DJ said afterwards, and then LA, and then Philly and Minneapolis. So that was like kind of the midpoint of my Gex journey more or less but um uh, no it was great it was great seeing mason he showed up to rossi's tavern met my childhood friend and her friend making a lot of strange and stressed (laughs) connections hell yeah Yeah. it was a good time hell yeah yeah. it was a good time hell yeah well thomas thank you very much for stopping by lending us your ears uh for this brief time while we i guess night you (laughs) <laughs> for this podcast of having things land on both of our lists thank you're one of the you, few. thank you i mean is yeah. that it do you want to do we that that was just a little check-in a little brief check-in pretty much is there anything yeah. else you want to say before you go i don't know how are you know you want to t- talk hang out i mean i think it's pretty cool that also not only did we get a special email from dustin Titcone between recording our uh our list episode and doing the zoom call uh the president might die uh shout outs to the president dying um we'll see we'll be on twitter uh not mason we will we miss you mason we love you mason we want you back on the little bird app but maybe, uh, and- <laughs> maybe that's what will bring mason back because i think it's been mentioned on this show before mason left post trump getting into the white house so maybe trump leaving things and i feel okay saying this publicly now i'm making my peace with it uh haven't had sex since the obama administration and haven't been on twitter <laughs> since uh since trump was inaugurated two, roughly. you know so maybe once he votes, dies you know, like, you know, maybe like, once he dies it's gonna start working out for your boy again <laughs> i'm sorry that the psychosexual uh uh over <laughs> overbearingness of trump in the white house has kept you from uh from busting but i'm rooting for you mason and we'll all keep you in our thoughts <laughs> it's been said uh, that mason wasn't on twitter because of me i've never heard that before <laughs> it's never been said i've never heard that it's not on fox news <laughs> it's really fucked that i decided to do that i'm getting more into the trump impression ever since i yeah. released donald crap onto the top <laughs> that's the trump that, that's the tweet that killed him <laughs> <Donald> <laughs> <Crap>. <laughs> i literally messaged uh 
Thomas once and I just sent him a screenshot of a draft that I just said, I can't stop laughing about yes. Donald Crack. Donald Crack pilot. <laughs> it's, it's almost the, pin, the comedic high of Manchester by the fart. <laughs> not, 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 not. <laughs> oh, not. <laughs> Oh boy, okay, boys. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you, Thomas. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my goodness gracious. Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh fuck. Holy shit, that's so funny. Oh. Oh wow. my god. Wow. Yeah. Great okay. show, everybody. <laughs> <coughs> Okay, who's up next? <laughs> who is up next? Uh, who are we waiting for? Are they in the it's Jack they, uh, C? Jack Campisi. Uh, Jack Campisi. Let me get him a link real quick. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, do you know about Manchester by the Fart? Uh, I <laughs> I don't know about Manchester by the Fart. Tell me about Manchester by the Fart. Okay, so I don't know if at Columbia College Chicago they had what is known at Chapman as interterm, which was basically the month of January. You could choose to take a class that was like the Mm -hmm. entire month of January, basically before the next semester Mm -hmm. started. You guys have something like that? Yeah, we had J term uh, and we had (laughs) such a long winter break because of that thing. Same, same with us. Um, Jack's about, Jack's about to enter the chat. So I'll keep this brief, but uh, basically we, it was, I took a Spanish class over interterm, which was one of the worst decisions I could have made. It was just such a bad idea to try to get a language class out of the way. Mm -hmm. But my partner, like I was doing like an activity with my friend, Christian Hyatt, shout out to Christian Hyatt in that class. And we had little whiteboards and I just wrote Manchester by the fart (laughs) on the little whiteboard. And I was like, check this out. And then I posted it on Facebook because that was the predominant social media of the time. Are you ready to meet Jack Campisi for the second time? Let's do this. Was that 2016? Was Manchester by the Sea fresh? At that time, um, it was 2017, technically the beginning. Jack Campisi, <laughs> look at hey, look at wow. he's looking nice and fresh, little nice and put together there. Thank Hi, you. hi. <laughs> uh, you doing all right, buddy? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm doing fine. How are how are you, fellas? Doing fine. Oh, man, we're just vibing. I had a whole a whole Taco Bell. I'm drinking an old style. Uh, I'm actually about to go off camera and get another old style, but I will be back. Yeah, just Mason have... doesn't give a fuck about the podcast anymore yeah, that no, we've been doing want, it for I'm a year. Going to my fridge. I'm, not, I'm not going to my fridge. I just want you to know that I have a six oh. pack of, of, of okay. old style right, just right, chilling right. on my dresser. All out, all out. So, Jack, thank you for yeah. coming in today. We haven't seen you since the LA days of the pod, but you are on our list to come back for season three. So thank you for being here. Of course. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we are celebrating our one year anniversary. uh, And this will, this is sort of just like a check-in with some people that, uh, well, we'll, I'll get to it in a sec, but without giving away the the real reason why you're here, uh, Mason and I, for the one year anniversary, put together top 10 lists of things Mm -hmm. that were brought onto the show for my list. I couldn't pick anything that I had selected for Mason's list. He couldn't pick anything that he had selected. We could only pick things that the other person had brought on and things that guests had brought on. So we're bringing in some folks who made either my list or Mason's list 
or both of our lists in some cases. Cool. Uh, and so you, of all people, got to come back. You got to, you survived, you know, you were not yeah. the weakest link uh, for once in yeah. your life. We voted uh, <laughs> to keep you on the island. Thank you for keeping me. Yeah. So now is the part where you have to be honest with us, okay? Okay. Do you think you made both of our lists? No. Okay, you would be right. correct. Mm -hmm. Whose list do you think you made? I think I made Mason's. Chef, Ooh, you are chef. incorrect. Ooh. Ha-ha. <laughs> like Reno there, buddy. No, you yeah. made it on Noah's. Uh, oh. Unfortunately, Hed yeah. uh, Hedwig did not make it onto my list. But I will say, though, that had been a movie that was on my list for a long time. And I'm very happy that you brought it on and gave us a good, uh, a good movie to talk about. Um, when we recorded that particular episode, um, it reminded me of how uh, much fun that movie was and also how good that soundtrack was. Yeah. Um, yeah so uh, I just want to say thank you for knocking something off my list that's been on there probably since I've heard about it. And uh, just sorry, didn't quite make the cut. <laughs> <laughs> it's not well, Jack, don't worry, don't worry about it. although Mason was not brave enough to put Hedwig and the Angry Inch <laughs> on his list, it made my list. Now okay. I want you to take a guess. Where do you think Hedwig landed on my list? Out of 10? Yeah, out of 10. One being the best, 10 being number 10. <laughs> so. uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a swing at seven. Higher than seven. Do I get to guess again? Guess again. Three. Higher than three. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. Guess again. Two? Two. It was Two. my second All favorite right. thing. Wow. Yeah, my number one thing, I did want to give something to Mason as he is my uh, common law husband and uh, co-host of this yeah. podcast. So he's, he's, I am the funny talking dog to his funny talking baby. <laughs> That's gotcha. a Family Guy reference. I, no, I got it. Thank you, though. <laughs> <laughs> what? How much Family Guy have you watched since doing the show? Be honest. Since doing, coming on, talking it's on about the list. Hedwig. Um, I don't think we got. I don't zero. Think... I, I have not watched Family Guy since then. Yeah, I don't think that we were on the Family Guy tip uh, at that point. That was like definitely like a coronavirus, COVID <laughs> quarantine oh, lockdown, okay. like feud, like fever um thing that the family guy became the unofficial mascot of this podcast i thought it always was but i didn't realize that was recent uh i guess recent in the sense that you know the last seven months of doing the podcast <laughs> um so there's that but yeah jack uh hedwig ended up at number two on my list wow it, you know and we, yeah go for and it i feel Mason. like when this episode drops was very close to when we recorded your episode uh yeah, that yeah, was yeah. what like october mid-october probably yeah because uh, i was like, prepping for my thesis i remember talking about it at the end and I was, yeah like, not even what and, my ended up being which is funny yeah and you know what i've been seeing on the social media that's been coming together looks really fucking good uh very proud of you bud really Thanks. fucking Mason, good I'll send it uh, to you. I will, can I brag for you, Jack, and say that yeah. Planet Cosmo got into Nifty National Film Festival for Talented Youth in Seattle, Washington. Can I say that? Yes, you can. <laughs> What's that? Say that again? It got into some other uh, festivals, too. Oh, hell yeah. What are, what, where else that? can we see it? Uh, 
Uh, let me check real quick. Haha, you didn't think you were going to have to do this on the pod, did you? Oh, does he have a spreadsheet? <laughs> Why are we doing like Robin Williams voice all of a sudden? Does he have a oh, spreadsheet? Does he oh. have a stupid fucking spreadsheet? Oh, open it. Show me your porn. Oh, Copa Shorts. One of them is Red Rock Film Festival. They're actually doing in-person screenings, which I think is... That's uh, crazy. Yeah, crazy. Um, <laughs> another one is Flickers Road Island International. Oh, dude, congratulations. That's a, that's a big festival, Flickers. Yeah. I uh, did not that's get another. into that one. So <laughs> congratulations on that. That's Thank awesome, you. man. Thank you. Um, I just want What's that? It's making its rounds. The it is making its rounds. No matter where... Sick virtual festivals. No matter where you are in the United States, you can catch Planet Cosmo, depending on where it's showing. And it's going to be like virtual screen. Like you just like sign up online to view it or what's the deal? Yeah, for, for Nifty, you can buy a screen or I think you can buy a pass for all of them or maybe even just individual screenings. I'm not exactly sure how it works. I got, a fe- I got like a filmmaker pass, so I, I, I have everything available. Damn, bro. That's like, oh, yeah, that's like how our parents like have all the streaming services and cable and the movie channels <laughs> and all the sports. <laughs> that's what that is for Nifty. Oh, yeah. Well, I just wanted to quickly touch on Hedwig, I guess. You know, and Hedwig was, I can easily say, and I think you would agree, a big inspiration for Planet Cosmo. Is that fair to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What, I guess, specifically now that the movie's, like, said and done, what do you ultimately think you took most from Hedwig and ended up trying to emulate or trying to put the same juice in for Planet Cosmo? More so just the the idea of someone who's larger than life and I think that even comes off in um, stuff I've heard about John Cameron Mitchell talking about like anyone can play Hedwig and Hedwig is such a universal character that she can be played by any kind of gender race all around the world everywhere and so I Mm -hmm. think that that's kind of what I was trying to um, emulate and then also see that through the eyes of Milo the main character who's the super fan and the kid and seeing that through her eyes about like how important Cosmo is to her, I guess is what I was trying to get at. Sure, that makes like sense. That. Yeah, that sounds really good. I well, think I can't wait to see it. Yeah, I think I think yeah that that sort of at least from what I've seen of the movie that like just admiration for uh, Cosmo out of Milo's eyes. I think it really shines through, uh, and I think the one thing that's like not the one thing that stuck with me from Hedwig and the Angry Inch, but like. The music is fucking incredible. You know, like it is a yeah. musical, but like yeah, yeah. we also talked about Sing Street a little bit on my list. Um, and like mm-hmm. sometimes music in movies that's like a musical movie doesn't have to actually go hard. It just has to be there, you know, and people yeah. will like be okay with it. But the music both in Hedwig and Sing Street, but specifically Hedwig, it goes hard. It tells a story. It's very entertaining to listen to purely on a musical level. Like I just listen to the soundtrack just mm-hmm all the time like i think yeah i think wicked little t- i think you and i even talked about this uh off mic which is podcaster speak for in real life uh that's probably the it's cr- probably the cringiest thing i've ever said in my whole life to be honest with you um mason would probably disagree and be like no you've said some cringier things uh but i think that oh yep zip the lip on that one buddy <laughs> uh <laughs> um i think it's interesting uh that the tommy gnosis version of wicked little town is I think cooler in the movie than mm-hmm. listening to the Hedwig version on, uh, let me say it differently. The Tommy Gnosis version works better in the movie. And then the Hedwig version, I think works better on the soundtrack. What do you think yeah. about that? 
Um, I like the Tommy Gnosis version better on the soundtrack. Oh, okay. Um, but I like the Hedwig version more in the movie because wow, okay. I I, I love that. It's like the fi- one of the final scenes of the movie, and they're both in this like huge cavernous room, and they're both lit by I think like Hedwig's lit by like a red light, and maybe Tom, and they're just like staring at each other. And there's this part in the movie where the songs they're singing to each other, and then they both stop, but it continues going, and they're just like staring at each other, and it, like slowly zooms on each other. I I just think that's like such an amazing moment. That and moment that, is that, that, that's what sticks with me of the Hedwig version. No, a hundred percent. That whole ending sequence where they're like facing off, and then doesn't it like fade to white, or like a big light starts to shine, and then Hedwig walks naked down the alley? Like that's how the movie ends, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 And I, I guess that was looking back on that and talking about. It, I guess it's something I also kind of, you know, subconsciously or not, kind of um, try to emulate for mine and planet cosmo because th- that ends with like a musical sequence and then you're just left there it's not like there's a last line necessarily it's kind of this like uplifting musical sequence and then it's like kind of silent there and then it ends so it's not totally. like, like i love that the ending of that movie and it stuck with me absolutely mason any oh, yeah. any thoughts on any thoughts on uh old hedwig before we let jack go or say anything else you uh, let him go uh maybe if i had a chance to rewatch it before doing the list it could have ended up there um it sits very uh uh high in my mind uh loved watching it um i'm if i i'm, I'm sure i'll love it uh, even more on rewatch um uh, but i don't know that's all i gotta say about it. i make the list though before you before you go uh one thing i want to ask sort of everyone that we have come by is what was like your experience actually doing the show you're one of the few people who actually got to do the show in person with us when mason yeah, still yeah, lived yeah. in la yeah at chateau crenshaw <laughs> yeah so uh, that, that was just really fun and i had never met mason before and it was fun to just go into this guy's apartment and sit around a table and talk about Tribe Called Quest and Hedwig. I, I had a great time. <laughs> really want to do that again sometime, but it doesn't look like it's going to be happening anytime soon. In no. Cross, well, I mean, cross, listen, yeah, a lot of things have to happen first, but I wouldn't count it out. I wouldn't count it out quite yet. You never okay. know. You never know. Right. Life is Either- long. Either Jack and I have to move to Chicago or Mason has to move back to LA and there has to not be COVID-19. So yeah, we got to work on right. those two things first. But We could do it We could do it outside somewhere. There is actually a podcast uh, hosted by Andrew Michon and Cole Hirsch called Podcast, oh, podcast but, outside. but Outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, oh, okay. yeah. They they recently did it started doing it again. I think they literally dressed in hazmat suits or something crazy <laughs> for like one of their returning episodes. But they do it, and look, I they pretty much outfought every, they outfought the room on that one as far as COVID is concerned. You know, yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Jack, thank you so much for dropping by, for celebrating the one year anniversary with us. Anything you want to say? Plug nope. at all or anything? <laughs> Congrats on one year. Let's let's have another great year, boys. <laughs> oh wow, I almost believed you when you said that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm excited for the next year. That's all I'm saying. Okay. All right. All right, brother. Bye. Thanks for coming through, bud. Of course. Bye. Now leave show yourself out of the call. Thanks. <laughs> so I ran across Belmont and got on the purple line. And when I realized I was on purple, the purple line, I'm like, fuck, I have to sit on this thing all the way to Howard 
and then take the red line back. And that was like an extra sort of half hour out of my commute back home when I really just wanted to get back home. But you know what? It was a beautiful commute. It's a beautiful commute. Mason, I got to be 100% honest with you. That was the most, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about story probably you've ever told me because uh, never been to Chicago, never been on the public transit in Chicago. Um, One day, brother, you'll come visit me in Chicago and I will take you on this journey. It's nice now. They've added a, um, since, uh, since I, when I moved out, they were, um, doing upgrades to uh, what uh, the Wilson red line stop, which is the last stop that I lived out before I moved. And now the purple line stops there before it stops at Howard. Had I lived, had that been the, the case at the time would not have been a, an issue, but uh, all to say I have taken one, ver- two actually very long purple line trips. Uh, luckily they were both on beautiful days. So it was a nice thing. All things considered here. I feel uh, like I'm he's ready to go in. <laughs> he's not. He's not here for whatever reason. I'll message him here and or I messaged him the link at 625 and oh, literally here he is. But okay, I'm about to let him in. But all I was gonna say is I feel like Brandon Wardell on Yabut yeah, still when they have Felix on and him and Jack Wagner just start talking about Chicago shit. I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to say right now? But yep. uh I love it. About to let Rocky in. Are you ready to go? I'm ready to go. Yeah. Here he comes. Hello. There he is. Thanks for showing up. Oh, All right, cool. I'll see what? you guys later. No. Yeah, no. I'm out. Thanks. Hey, Have a good asshole. time. Thanks for dropping by. Rocky, it's where's fine. your Jackie's place? East Hollywood. What street? Are we rolling? <laughs> yes, we're rolling. I'm not going to dox you. I'm just it's for my curiosity at this point. <laughs> Avenue, apartment 101. No, I'm on. <laughs> Nice. No shit. Okay, very cool. I have definitely driven by when I was in LA. I would drive over to uh, Los Feliz to go to the the Los mm-hmm. Feliz three all the time. Definitely, yeah, maybe. probably drove past that place all the time. Very cool. That's what's up. Yeah, no, it's a good area. I like it a lot. Okay, nice. um, so we're not here to talk about your cool apartment. We're actually here to talk about something. That's this really interesting thing about it, where the garage actually yeah. like leads you into a hall. No, okay, please. It leads no. you into a hallway, <laughs> and then you get a McFlurry for free. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then you get an Eminem McFlurry. You good? <laughs> is this is this fun for you? You like being a guest on this show, asshole? I'm doing, I'm doing great. I'm sorry. <laughs> We just had the stupidest situation possible. That's occur. fine. So I'm just recovering. But that's okay. Uh, well, yeah. you're oh, allowed. You're you're allowed to recover because uh, Can this I tell is you not a. Yeah. yeah. Tell us about it. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. This is your it. time. My favorite president just got COVID. <laughs> oh my God! I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. This has got to be so I'm so stressed. To- so tough for you, brother. Yeah. How are you handling it? Uh, yeah. I'm. Uh, it's rough. A lot of crying, a lot of masturbating, but a lot, you know, we're going to get through this. We're going to get through this. Was that yeah, you Trump slapping doesn't... your dick as, yes. you were, yeah. as you were finishing jacking off because you're sad about yeah. the pandemic? Yeah. Trump That's does great. need as much cum as he can get. All the cum tributes he can get in the, yeah. on Twitter and in the mail. <laughs> yeah. Do you know, uh, have you seen the video where he's like, I'm going to be fine. We got a lot of drugs pumping through my veins. Have you seen that video that he just posted on Twitter? <laughs> Is it him with like, like in like a, like a suit and jacket without a tie. Yes, that's exactly the one. Yes. Yeah, that's a weird one. He, weird. he looks, that's the most normal I think he's ever looked, to be totally honest with you. 
Probably. He probably has, like, less makeup on, at least. He literally does have, like, no makeup on, I think. Or, or, his pasty white self. It's awesome. Well, thanks for coming on the show. <laughs> yeah, good talking. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> no, do you actually know why you're here? Do you actually know why you're here today, you son of a bitch? What? I did my homework, okay? I, I, I've been <laughs> arriving to class on time, doing yeah. what the man wants me to do. So what? What are you trying to get me in trouble for, guys? Come on. We're trying to get you to join the, the Army Marines. That's what we're trying to get you to do today. Um, um, I believe you guys are picking um, your favorite thing that I brought to the podcast this past year. Congratulations on the one-year anniversary of It's on the List. Oh, he knew the whole he time. Knew. He knew. Wow. They knew! That's my spotlight impression. Okay, now I'll give you, now I'll give you my it's spotlight time, Robbie. They okay. knew! All right, now you guys have done your spotlight impressions. It's very cool. Now I will give you my spotlight impression. Oh, oh, oh. wow. That was me in the theater watching Spotlight. I legitimately fell asleep. Spotlight. Here's me watching Spotlight in theaters. Mm, It's not as good as the cobbler, but I'll take it. (laughs) Yeah, that's like me at Lincoln. (laughs) You said that at max volume. It's not as good as the cobbler, cobbler, but but I'll I'll take take it. it. Max volume, three other people in the theater, just absolutely having the worst time of your life. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. Well, How you doing, buddy? Good to show. see you. <laughs> so, what, what of my bullshit did you guys enjoy the most this well, past year? We actually think it's more funny and cool if we ask you what you think is on our lists. I will well, say this. Well, Noah, I think you might have given me a spoiler recently in a conversation. So I did. Yep, you screwed. I did. But before we go, I'll, I'll, I'll break it down for you this way. Do you think that something landed on my list, Mason's list? There's the dog that we've heard so much about. Is that the funny talking dog or is that just a regular not talking dog? That's just a regular not talking dog, but they're they're cool. Named the Blue Album. Yeah, named Blue Album by Weezer, which was an album covered on It's on the List, a one-year-old podcast. <laughs> yeah, this is very crazy. What's I feel I feel insane right now to be honest with I'm you. I'm a little I'm a little it's, I'm a little insane. Yeah. yeah, you're high. That's what you're I'm doing. a bitch. I'm a lover. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a friar. I'm a mother. Um, so do you think that something is on my list, Mason's list, or both of our lists of yours? The thing that's on your list, I'm wondering if Mason picked it because I only picked the, the album for the Buffalo 66 episode. Noah, that was your pick, right? Yeah, that was my pick. So yeah, you actually have pick. the distinction of being our most frequent guest on the show. Oh, I believe you've been on the show four times. Very embarrassing four? for you. Oh, four. That's true. That's true. Yes, because one of the oh, times right. was with uh, yeah, Jake yeah, and yeah. Chris. Sure. Yeah. I'm going to say that I think the mollusk is on. Wait, how many, how many picks do you guys get? each is it just we each one have ten, well we have 10 picks total and then with that so, we can yeah. do whatever we want and there's no distinction of like only one from rocky only one from chris only one from right, Drake. right only yeah, distinctions yeah. that are made are that mason can't pick anything that he brought on and i can't pick anything that i brought on i can Understood. only pick things that mason brought on and, and Chris brought on and vice versa yeah and nothing that we've seen before or listened to in its entirety Yes. Gotcha. I have a feeling that the mollusk is on both of yours, and I think that Observe and Report might be on at least Noah's, maybe both of yours, and uh, Mason might have I Heart Huckabees, but that's the only thing that I can guess um, resonated as uh, uh, the the strongest of what I brought to the the table. To the list, as it were. So, uh, here's here's what I'll say right off the bat. 
you threw a bunch of darts at the board and you hit some targets. Yes. Yes. Mason, yes. what's on your list of Rockies? So Rocky, um, I had actually seen Observe and Report before, so it did not qualify oh. for my list, but Fair. I had not seen I Heard Huckabees and it did make my list. Do you want to guess where it ended up on my list out of 10? Out of 10? I'm going to guess four. Right on the fucking bullseye, brother! Brother! Hell yeah! How about that? How about that? That is that that touch of pajarita right there. That is why we have him on the show. My pleasure. (laughs) That's your, uh, what is it? What is it? Is it the finishing move in Mortal Kombat? The fatality? (laughs) That's That's your fatality. Is guessing exactly where it is (laughs) on Mason's list. Um, So congrats on that. Um, Thank you. On my list. I like Die Hard Huckabees and Mason. Yeah. Yep. So I Hard Huckabees and Observe and Report actually were unable to be put on my list because I had seen them prior to the podcast. Um, our observer report had been a long, long time though. And so I knew that, um, I don't know if it would have made the list to be totally honest with you. I do like the movie. I don't, I know you liked it as an experience of like reevaluation of like, wow, that was wilder than I remembered. Kind of way crazier than I remembered. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you are correct in that the mollusk did make it onto my list. I think I may (laughs) have spoiled it for you in the, uh, in the old DMS. Uh, in the group DMs, you definitely did. Throw, chuck me one. Yeah, I did. Uh, but I'm glad that it's on there, man. I, that's, that's why I brought it to the list. I'm happy to hear that you liked it that much. Where do you think it landed on my top ten? Uh, seven. Very close. Six. Really? Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Cool. A little bit yeah. higher than maybe you would have thought. I sure. really like. I really like it, dude. I think that the Blarney Stone is one of the most like fun songs of all time. I love that there's basically just an Irish drinking song in the middle of a alternative quote unquote (laughs) album, you know, I guess. So. And that is definitely an alternative album more so than an alt rock album because there's just so much more stuff than just traditional rock on there. Absolutely. Uh, Also the Blarney Stone, you should look up how they play it live is often their closing number. It's very triumphant. Oh shit. It's very amazing to watch, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think what mostly I was so blown away with by the Blarney Stone is that it, or not the Blarney Stone, but um, the Mollusk as a whole, is that it's so sonically varied. You literally have, oh, like, yeah. a show tune to open up the album. Mm-hmm. You have Pink Eye on My Leg at the end of the album, which is just, like, ambient music, for lack of a better term. Uh, and then you have, <laughs> and then you have, you know, the Blarney Stone smack dab in the middle, which is an Irish drinking song. Ocean yeah. Man's a classic, so it has been on rotational quite a bit, I would say, actually. Hell since yeah. You've been on the show. So thank you for that in my life. I'm glad that you liked it that much. Yeah, it's very imaginative, even though it's a band with like I think they literally had a drum machine for most of that album. So like just imagine what two musical weirdos who are mostly yeah. stoned out of their minds can figure out with like a bunch of keyboards with yeah. patches on it. Yeah, to be fair, the Smashing Pumpkins did for a spell too. So it's not necessarily yeah. an indication. You know, sometimes good bands have just drum machines there. Rocky, we have a question that we're asking everybody that's coming on this call here, but what's been your, as the most returning guest, what's been your experience of of the show, of being on the other side of the table, as it were? It's just, I, you know, I never really, I struggle whenever I want to, like, (laughs) I've, I've started and ended many podcasts before, I will say that. 
Um, I, I, I love um, the discourse, as it were. And I don't think I could have asked for a better duo to discuss some of my favorite things with Aww. from this show. And it's really been That's like so just sweet. a fun platform because it really does hone in. Uh, I love this show because it hones in so specifically on uh on connection on like what makes a piece of art resonate so specifically totally with somebody and i've had such a joy i mean like it's a little narcissistic of me but like yeah i was honored to be i was i was honored to be brought on so often i mean like literally every time you brought me on after my first time you didn't have to do that and i was so, <laughs> i was so so delighted that and we didn't want to <laughs> hey, exactly i knew i cornered you guys i was like listen <laughs> I yeah. got more and more and more and I do have more and more and more but no I've just had <laughs> such wonderful productive and very spirited and sweet conversations about art with you guys and I think that makes this such a great show I'm, I'm always so happy to listen to it and check it out and recommend it to people and uh, so glad to be on it so uh, if for some reason no one else wants to do the show anymore I'll come back for a fifth time <laughs> Thank you, man. Well, I will, yeah, say, brother. I, I will say this. You were not our first guest. You were our third ever guest, our fifth ever episode. Right. Because there was like a weird pilot and like a test episode with Carter, right? Well, there was, there, well, I yeah. guess Carter technically was our first guest now that I think about it, but I don't think about him as the guest because he was like our producer for a little right. bit. So I didn't even yeah. think right. about that. But what I was going to say is that when you came on the show and we talked about Dan Deacon's Gliss Riffer, which Mason likes to call Glass Riffer. Uh, sorry, Mason. Old joke. <laughs> no, and classic boot. bit. Classic, classic bit. bit. We love calling it. That's like a trouble. Yeah, Glass Wait. Riffer. Really good. Love it. Yeah. Very good album. <laughs> Your favorite president, I know. I know. Uh, Thank you. But uh, I was just going to say, that episode, when we were recording them live still in LA, that was the episode that I knew I wanted to continue to do this show. Because yeah. Yeah. it was just fun like it was just like oh man like this this is like something that i could look forward to every week doing and it really was your episode that made me realize like wow yeah. this is something that i think because that was our last like obligated episode i think that we had to do of the five that carter right. was like yeah mm -hmm. for us on and it was after that when i realized yeah we should keep doing this show so thank you yeah. for being part of that specifically yeah i we wouldn't keep asking you back if it wasn't always a pleasure to have you on uh brother and it's been one of the great nicest things about doing this show is the people that have it has brought into my life you included uh it's, yeah, I it's agree been with that. such it's been such a treat to meet you and become friends with you absolutely just, man yeah and it's just um uh, i don't know it's part of the reason why i love doing the show every week like noah said and i do think that episode five was the moment where uh, that came at a weird point in my life specifically, but I knew that at that point it was still something that I wanted to hold on to throughout whatever else was coming on. So yeah, thank man. you, Chef, for being my on the pleasure. show. My pleasure. It was so, I'm so glad to have met you through this, Mason. And Noah, uh, our relationship's gotten worse because of the show. So. Yeah, yeah, I was just yeah, about yeah, to yeah. say, I, whenever <laughs> I see you virtually in a dm on a group message i'm like this i'm gonna end my life tonight because of i can't this do this anymore yeah i do <laughs> contemplate suicide whenever i talk to you so thanks for coming on the show can uh, i do can i ask a, a quick favor of you guys can, uh, you, yeah, sure. can you ask me your question you're asking everybody for the podcast again yeah sure uh what's your experience doing this show 
Uh, terrible. I hate this show. I don't recommend it to anybody. Yeah. Keep doing it he anymore. He did the bit. He did the bit. He He's a bit. He's a bit. bit. He's a bit, He's a bit is, is back. back. Stone cold sober as a matter of fact. Hell yeah, yeah. brother. Had to do t- the fucking bit. Had Are you wearing a tuxedo t-shirt, dude? Are you wearing a tuxedo t-shirt? Even cool. I'm wearing a Converse t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Converse. Converse tuxedo t-shirt. Yeah, exactly. Chuck Taylor, maybe. <laughs> My Chuck Taylor uh, bow tie t-shirt. Hell yeah. That's some very, that is some very uh, observant report shit. Uh, Thank that, you, yes. What is his name? What is Seth Rogen's character's name in that movie Ronnie again? Barnhart. Ronnie Barnhart. Yeah, it's a very Ronnie Barnhart move. So congrats. Shout out to that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Anything um, else that you want to say? Because we actually got some other folks we need to talk to as well. I know. Yeah. Um, I'm glad I got in under the wire. Uh, no, I, um, I'm looking forward to uh, the future of this show. I'm looking forward to the possibility of coming back. If you guys will have me again okay. and I'm looking Don't forward hold your to, breath. <laughs> I know. Right. And I'm looking yeah. forward to just talking to you guys in the DM about stuff that we, but we all like, we find funny and interesting, man. Yeah, just want to keep it too. Just want to keep sharing, sharing art. You know, that's, that's, that's it. what it's about, folks. Yeah. <laughs> um, I hope our president dies, and I'll I'll talk to you guys later. Well, yes. we, this will probably be released within enough time for us to know. So that'll either God. be a serious piece of irony or a serious piece of celebration. I'm gonna you know? chuck this in here. I'm so glad our president is dead. Just <laughs> keep, keep keep that in there, just in case. But uh, All right. you know, yeah. All right. So long, guys. All right. Thanks, Rock. Bye, guys. Bye. All right. Kelly's about to jump in. Ready? Yes. Here she comes. Yeah. Hey. He's back. Going so good. Just had a burrito. Oh, Mason can relate to that. (laughs) Yeah, I went to, I was, uh, I was worried I was going to be late to this, the the Zoom calls, because I had to make a quick stop at Taco Bell for some dinner. (laughs) Necessity, completely understandable. You got to, you got to stop by the old T-Bell there. (laughs) You're honestly my hero for being here on time and having (laughs) T-Bell. T-Bell, do you think T-Swift ever eats T-Bell, you guys? And, what? And, what? And with and with iced tea, and they get iced tea. Oh, what? Bam, bam, bam. Yeah, Here that was go. very good. That was yeah. very good, Kelly. Welcome back. Do you know why we we called you called you here today? Um. Well, I received that a uh, ransom letter. You know, the magazine clippings telling me to click <laughs> on the Zoom link at this time. Yeah. So why do you, so why do you think we told you to do that? Yeah. No, it's the big uh the big anniversary. Congrats, guys. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. So I don't know if you know this, but as part of our one year anniversary, we did a ranked list of our favorite things that were brought onto the show, stuff that was new to me and Noah. Mm-hmm. And um, do you want to guess if you're if something you brought was on my list, Noah's list, or both of our lists? Um, I'm gonna guess Blue Jay on your list. Or not maybe Blue Jay. Am I wrong? Wait, wait, wait. Did I wait? I'm so bad at guessing. (laughs) Okay. I'm guessing wait, so this is something I'm guessing. So something I brought on is either on your list, Noah's list, both lists, 
Is the is there an option D of no one's list? No. No. Oh, okay. So you are definitely on one of one or both of our lists. Well, considering Noah shredded my album. <laughs> yeah, I even got into your dreams and said, absolutely not. Do not fuck with me right yeah. now, Kelly. <laughs> you, yeah, last, last night I had the same dream. You showed up. <laughs> you know what's crazy? Since you've been on the show, I watched Nightmare on Elm Street for the first time. Wow. And that's how Fred, thanks. Yeah, cool. Very cool. Congratulations. Uh, <laughs> Freddy Krueger enters people's worlds as he comes in through their dreams. <laughs> Uh, and I thought about what if I came in and Freddie, Freddie's got a little bit of a potty mouth, if you know he what does. I mean. Yeah. So what if I came into your dream with my dumbass claws and I was like, come here, you pussy. I'm going to shred up your list. <laughs> I think that is what happened. And if it yeah. isn't what happened, it's sure to happen. Yeah, it's going to happen in the future. Yeah, it sucks. Um, Mason, you want to go ahead and do the big reveal? So the big reveal is, so part of the caveats that we put on this list is um, we couldn't put on anything that, I couldn't put on something that I brought on the show, Noah couldn't put on something that he brought on the show, and we couldn't put on something that we had seen previously. Now, I don't know if you remember, uh-huh. both of us had seen Blue Jay. Okay. So, okay. Indigo D'Souza made <gasps> my list. Yeah. And do you want to guess <gasps> its placement out of 10 on my list? Another guess? Oh my gosh. You picked the wrong Libra to make this decision. <laughs> oh, scary. I'm going to guess. So it's out of 10? Yeah. yeah. One being like, this is the best, and 10 yeah. being number 10. Let's see. Um, I'm going to go for it. I love her. I'm going to go freaking number three. <laughs> Higher than that. Higher than that? Ah. Two? Number two on my list. Number my two. Number one, my, my number one is a no-we pick, but my number two, and I made that decision wow. actually the day that we were recording that list. I had it. I had it on my list all the time. I was like, this is such a, this album was such a treat. I'm so happy that I have it in my life now. I kind of felt of all the albums specifically that were brought onto the, al- uh, the show that I never heard before, this one was the one that I felt the most hype about before during and after recording and i'm like this has got to get a place on the list and i was doing a couple re-listens to some of the albums to sort of like figure out where it was and i went on a little walk and i put on uh i love my mom again and Mm -hmm. this is how i get myself killed starts and i'm like this can't be lower than five and then i finished it and it ended up as number two so congratulations just wanted to have you on to break the good news before the episode dropped I'm so literally ecstatic, thrilled, beyond. I have goosebumps on my arms. She's got goosebumps! I got the goosebumps. That means so much. Oh my gosh. I was just, honestly, I just listened to it yesterday again, and I immediately put it on. There's just something so. Here's the thing, and I say say this on the episode, so listeners that are hearing this now will uh, get tired of me saying this, but I want to tell it to you in advance of it. Uh, in advance, so on September 23rd, it was Libra King's, uh, Bruce Springsteen's birthday. And so I was doing my due diligence of listening to a lot of Bruce Springsteen's music. Mm -hmm. I was listening to Born to Run and Born to Run is one of those albums where you listen to it, uh, or it kind of sits in the sort of like cultural context and you're like, is it really that good? And then you listen to Born to Run and you're like, no, it's really (laughs) that good. And the reason why Born to Run is a good album, a great album even, because there is not a single bad song on it and i think that great albums 
have one thing in common is that there's not a single bad song on it. Damn. And I think I Love My Mom falls into that for me, at least in terms of stuff that we wow. want to talk about on the show. I uh, double double arm goosebumps, double leg goosebumps. She's got double, she's got <laughs> goosebumps. She's got the goosebumps. Yeah, I so I- Quad bumps right now. She's got quad bumps. Yeah, so basically we did the list and uh, I said my number two was that. And it was like, we have to have uh, Kelly on to just let her know. And wow. we appreciate her bringing it on the show and it's really been it was really a highlight of our first year of doing this so. wow i'm literally so honored because you guys have had so many kinds of like so many genres so many of everything and like that was so that's like truly warms my heart so much to hear it's a really special album to me and i'm it's it's like so satisfying when something you love resonates with someone else truly yeah and i will say i've been posting that album a lot on instagram and every now and then i'll get a dm of people being like wait this is actually really fucking good and i'm like yeah folks you gotta listen to indigo and and what i love about that too is she's really like you know she's young on the rise like i i love the idea of like loving something it resonates and then also you're like promoting and sharing a a cool smaller artist which is yeah definitely so special it's yeah, definitely. It's kind of only up from here with her, which is really yeah. one of the reasons why it made me really excited to mm-hmm. for you that you brought her on. So, mm-hmm. so just wanted to uh, extend our appreciation and say, uh, say, cool job. Thank you. Wow. Well, truly, thank you guys. That was literally means so much. The goosebumps have not left. The goosebumps are still here. Wow. But um, yeah, no, that was so fun. It was a interesting pairing and we talked about it for so much longer than i was thinking we were too which is cool yeah that is yeah that's a very common thing i think that happens and it's interesting because mason and i now have been doing the show virtually longer than we've been doing the show in person wow because we did the show virtually pre-covid as well because Mm -hmm. we, we just weren't living in the same place anymore and it's interesting that the longer we've been doing the show and the further we get apart the longer our episodes (laughs) come like literally we've hit over the two hour mark on a handful of occasions now like more than Mm -hmm. just yeah once or twice like coming on i want to say like almost five times and so when you get lost in talking about something Mm -hmm. you just literally go off like no pun intended but you are just like doing it and it's and you really do get to lose track of time but that is when the best stuff comes out that's when the best conversations happen just like talking about it without regard for anything else Absolutely. And just like, you know, I had a phone call with a friend yesterday and it was like, you look down and we've been talking for an hour and you don't even realize it. And those are just the best conversations. I, yeah. No, I had one of those conversations not too long ago either. And that's like, it feels like, it feels like now that's been kind of the norm just because it's totally difficult to manage seeing people in person. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I've gotten way more comfortable talking with folks on the phone, at least in the recent weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and since doing the show, even especially, um, and, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, yeah. So you, you touched on it a little bit, but we're asking this question of all of our, uh, of all of the folks that we're talking to today. Like what's, what, what was your experience being on the show? Like what was it being, uh, the third chair there, um, a couple of weeks ago? Um, well, you guys are both so funny, you know, immediately like welcoming felt like just talking with the pals. I loved like our ability to you know maybe disagree yeah but still come back to it like I think it I am someone that is like so desperately always wanting everyone to like 
love the thing I love too. Right. And so it was just like, uh, it was cool to just hear a lot of like, to hear what you guys got from it, to hear what your growth with it was. Like, I know Noah, you had said, you know, like your second experience listening to it was a lot different than the first and totally there was like a whole journey with it. So, um, it was, it was a cool thing to like revisit it. Um, and just hear, and I just like, yeah, to have you guys connect with it and draw connections to it. And like, I liked also that we could like deconstruct it, but not in this like super analytical or like music theory way. It was just like, how does this make you feel? What was the effect? What'd you love? What'd you not like? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think we've ever, I don't think any, neither Mason or I have ever tried to deconstruct an album for like the circle of fifths <laughs> or anything. I think, <laughs> I think that if we tried to do that, it would just uh, feel like a little bit like, I don't know, like Chapo Trap House, maybe like getting a little bit too Whoa. ahead of ourselves Uh-oh. or something like that. Oh, maybe, I don't know. Maybe that's a crazy thing to say. <laughs> Committed to the I think that's kind of a crazy thing to say. What? <laughs> what yeah, are you I don't talking know. about? I don't know. Just like, it's like, we. I don't, I, I think that something that this show is good at is just talking about it in the way that it needs to be talked about mm-hmm. and not making it anything more. We, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's something that, especially throughout doing the show for, you know, a year, basically with a little bit of uh, hiatuses here and there throughout the year. It's just, you can't not get better about Mm -hmm. talking about things. It's Mm -hmm. just, it's just going to happen if you do it, (laughs) you know, for an hour and a half to two hours every week. And so Mm -hmm. uh, it's always interesting to see even people who come back. It's Mm -hmm. interesting to see they get better at doing it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And like, there's yeah. people who mm-hmm. just come on, you know, like yourself who are really good at doing it already. You know, maybe you have no podcast experience under your belt. Maybe you have a little bit, you know, whatever. But regardless, when you come back and do it a second time, you're just better at it. You just are. Cause you have that experience and you have that little like cushion of like, I know what the show's going to be like. I know Noah's going to be annoying. I know Mason's <laughs> going to be, you know, the hot one. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's just like you know what it's going to be and it's mm-hmm. interesting to see people who have come back and just I don't know for lack of a better term open up a little mm-hmm. bit you know and like mm-hmm. be down with the sickness a little bit so to speak so it's fun yeah that was definitely like as we were talking too I feel like my brain was envisioning like more combos of things we wanted to talk about because remember we wanted to talk about Eagle Eye <laughs> Courtney Barnett oh <laughs> yes yeah, 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 yeah. which would be a great com- <laughs> complimenting pair huh yeah, yeah what sometimes yeah courtney barnett sometimes i th- sit and think sometimes i just think and the shia labeouf movie eagle eyes really like that's what the country's asking for right now <laughs> yeah there's a high demand for <laughs> de- deconstructing both those things no but yeah it was so much fun i love i feel like you guys are able to talk about this stuff so well and ask such great questions and also just have fun the songs wow the songs are classic, legendary. Yeah, so you're definitely going to want to listen to the opening of the actual one-year anniversary. I think it's yeah. the best song parody of all time. Wow. Like, I think it might up. be, yeah. It kind of did get, ele- we did elevate the song parody to a level of art. Uh, Noah did there. I had nothing to do with the, that song. Parody. You did a song parody. You came out of retirement and did one at the end. I did, at the end, at the end, yeah. And listen to the episode, see what that one is. But definitely Noah uh noah brought the fucking heat there he brought the little he really sauteed some fucking it's like you know when you're, you're like cooking i got the in the kitchen the oil in i there burnt the like, oh i burnt the water and i cooked the hot dog anyway basically yeah. oh my gosh <laughs> i absolutely cannot wait 
I'm on the edge of my seat. I'm going to be just dreaming about it. Yeah, no, you old Freddy Krueger style show up in my dreams, but just sing songs. <laughs> well, I guess the episode will be out at this point. So I'll give you, I'll give you a, a taste of what okay. it will Ooh. be because the episode yeah. will be out at this point. Um, coming home from my job and I'm stressed as all fuck. Gotta, gotta get home to watch TV. It started out as a joke. How did it end up like this? It was only a joke about the funny baby. Oh my God. Is up to you. The rest is need, needs to be heard on the actual episode. Wow. I goosebumps again. Yeah. <laughs> Quadruple million billion goosebumps on that one. I guess the musical backing is. You can. I think it's pretty obvious, but go for Mr. it. Mr. This, if I'm wrong, no, I'm not. It's, uh, <laughs> is it, it was Mr. Brightside, right? Absolutely. It was. Absolutely. Thank yeah. God. I was about to make a fool of myself on public radio. Yeah. To yeah. Viewers. <laughs> NPR. Yeah. Yeah. We did just get, uh, we did just get swallowed up by, uh, NPR. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we got a bigger deal than Joe Rogan. Yeah. I was about about to say, was that, is that a thing on our episode? Joe Rogan. <laughs> Something about him. Was there? something about like all of our life advice or something. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, the, the the motto of the show is everything I need. Like it's on the list of podcasts about underrated movies, music, media, and much more. Every, dot dot dot. Everything we ever learned, we learned from Joe Rogan. Yeah, he was part of a bit on that episode. Yeah, whenever I would skip class in college, I would just pop on an episode <laughs> of Joe Rogan, and I'd be like, I'm honestly just give me the degree now. To be honest. <laughs> ship the degree to my house i don't need class fuck this yeah that's why noah's um university on facebook is listed as school of life (laughs) (laughs) school of the hard knocks yeah school of hard knocks (laughs) majored in not giving a shit (laughs) school school of cool am i right fellas oh yeah you're right school school of i don't even go to school school Oh, fuck. Okay. Well, Kelly, thanks for dropping by. (laughs) Um, No, Kelly, thank you so much for coming on and enjoying the one year with us. Thank you so much for coming on the show. We do have another person to get to who is patiently waiting to come. Um, (laughs) Definitely. Thank you guys so much. Your show is so amazing. Getting to learn so much more music, movies, media, everything. You guys are so fun. I'd be so, so happy to ever come back and talk about some more things. Yeah, for sure. It's Definitely. Great seeing you again, Kelly. Have a good ha- rest Happy of your one week. year. This is my song. <laughs> happy one year. Ellen Mason. Happy one year. Holy shit. That <laughs> one dance by Drake, is that what we're trying to do there? Happy one year. No, I need a one year. <laughs> I need a one year anniversary of it's on the list. <laughs> Whoa, Perfect. Mason, you're back, baby. <laughs> Drake this is never. like the end of Space Jam when uh, Jordan comes out of retirement after defeating the, <laughs> the funny aliens. The Monstars. Never forget the Monstars. it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you guys so much. You're amazing. We'll talk soon. Yes, Kelly. Thank you. Bye. You Bye. Okay. Christina's iPhone. I really hope that's Nina. <laughs> you ready? Yeah, definitely. Yay! Okay. Oh, we can't hear you, Chef. Hi. There she is. There she is. Yeah, you're in there. Hi. This is. How you doing? Um, I'm good. Uh, Can you guys hear me? Okay. Yes, we can hear you perfectly. Okay. Yeah, I'm good. I'm. I'm so sorry about earlier. I am. That's fine. uh, 
I'm prepping for a shoot right now that's going tomorrow, and then I leave for London on Monday. So I'm like crazy. Wow, that is okay. crazy. That's literally crazy. Like, listen, uh, we don't want to. We don't. This, this is not important. <laughs> what we're no, doing no, no, right no. now. No, no, no. This is important. Uh, selfishly to feed my soul because I've been doing. Oh, there's Aaron Cohn. Ah, oh, really? So <laughs> yeah, he's he's shooting my thing for tomorrow. That's crazy. Does he want to get on the podcast real quick? He might hop no? on. Like he literally just parked right in front of me because we're like we're in the middle of doing fucking unloading and pickups and everything. So it's been oh this damn. Oh, dude, sounds sounds like you're busy. Thanks for finding the time. No, yeah. no, I no, I'm I'm I am really annoyed by people who do not consider other people's time. And I do not like canceling or flicking out on things. And it okay. just made me, it made me fucking crazy. I don't know if you'll keep this shit. You guys can cut it. But for me and my friendship with you guys, it crushes me when I have something planned and I can't do it. And I've made sure. a confirmation, but it has, yeah. I, I don't know. And I'm not going to make up excuses. It's just been a crazy couple days. No, I, I, I feel that. Thank you very much for squeezing us in your for the viewers or the listeners at home you are literally coming to us from the car <laughs> you can so, see the hazards like <laughs> yeah yeah it's, so it's, thank you very much why i do have to ask yeah why does it say christina's iphone okay so legally <laughs> thinking, my name is christina um oh are you for real your name is yeah, christina legally, my name is christina Hey, I'm on Noah Marge's podcast right now. Do you want to hop in and be in it? <laughs> sure. Okay. <laughs> this is so fucked what's happening right this now. This is so um, funny. It's, it's on the list with Christina Kramer and Aaron Cohn, oh, baby. Yeah. Hi, baby boy. Hello. It's open, and I have the antibodies. Okay. Okay, so. She's got the antibodies. How about that? What's yeah. up, Aaron? <laughs> I do. And I went and got tested anyway. Hey, guys. What's up, dude? How, How you doing, man? Hey, yeah, I'm Mason. I, I went to Columbia College Chicago with Nina, so I'm a way back friend, but it's nice to meet you, Aaron. How you doing? Good. Yourself? What was your name? Mason, like the jar. Mason. Nice to meet you. So Hi. here's here's the big connect here, ready? <laughs> uh, Aaron <laughs> shot a movie that I was in at Chapman as well called right. Court that I was in with ah, okay. Fave, who hasn't been on this, but just Fave IRL, Federico Busiglio. So uh, Aaron shot that and I just knew him from, you know, good old Chapman. And now he's on our podcast, which is unbelievable. And I never would have expected, but thanks for being here, my man. Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> So I'm just going to speak directly to Nina for one second, if that's okay. Yeah, do, do it. Okay. So your name's Christina, actually. Don't, don't be a bitch about it. Yeah, it is. Legally, it is. <laughs> okay, yeah, wait, great. Yeah. Oh, you don't know this either? <laughs> I mean, like, I saw your, like, what was it? It was your email? It was your email or, no, it was your card. Oh, my credit card. It was has... your credit card. And I was like, is it, what is this? Sorry, continue. Yeah. No, but it's true. It's this, the truth is coming out. And honestly, on the list is breaking this big old news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This breaking news. <laughs> this is the Panama Papers right here. <laughs> yeah, you, I'm going I'm to talk to all my connects at USA Today and get this on the front page tomorrow morning. This is big shit. Fine. Expose yeah, there's nothing me. else that's going on right now on October 3rd that would supersede the Not Nina enough. Kramer name drop. <laughs> Not a single thing I can think of. Damn. Nope. Well, I'm glad that we broke that. I'm glad we that we were able the ones who were able to do that. Um, in the midst or in the in the spirit of actually getting you off this show as quickly as sure. we can, because uh, we barely wanted to talk to you anyway. <laughs> the, awesome. 
we are asking folks to come on, celebrate the one-year anniversary of It's on the List. Mason and I have been doing this show since October 7th, 2019. Coming up on one year. When this, real, this, when this comes out, it will have been a year. So we wanted to invite people who made our individual top 10 favorite things that we've talked about on the show. And I, Am I number one? No, well, maybe. You're going to have to guess here in just a sec. <laughs> You're going to have to guess. Okay. Is there a list of the list? Like how long, like who is first and stuff? Ab oh, absolutely. Yes. We recorded that whole thing. And when this actually comes out, this will be basically DLC bonus content that goes along yeah. with that list. So <laughs> my question for you is, do you think that you were on Mason's list, my list, or both of our lists? Maybe my ego says both. Mason, what do you think? She's right. She's on both the lists. Oh, sick. Okay, wait, no, what number am I? I need to be ranked. Okay, so right, here's, here's the, the follow-up question. Ready? Yeah. What do you think made both of our lists? Because you've been on the show twice. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think, I think, um, I think Remy Wolf made the list, of course, because she's the greatest. Do you know Remy Wolf? Mm -hmm. No? Oh, dude, I'll send you her. Oh, awesome. I think you've got to Remy listen to Remy Wolf, my guy. <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't know people, dude. Dude, she's, she <laughs> fucking rips. Okay, so Remy Wolf, I think... Well, do you think that uh, was on I, both I, of I our lists, or do you think that was on one of our lists? Both. I think it's on both your lists. Okay. No, I'm letting my ego drive the train. Okay. All of these are on both your lists. This was on both your lists. I hope to God birth is on both your lists. I don't oh, think it is. Okay. I think it would be, I think it would be maybe on Noah's, but not Mason's. Okay. Um, and then I think Wild Tales made both your lists. Well, no, not Noah's, because Noah, you had seen it before, and I think maybe it made Mason's. Wow. Okay. Wow. So, okay. Nina. So <laughs> Mason, you, why, don't, why don't you go? Why okay. don't you so drop the beans? Remy Wolf was on both of our lists. Yeah, because she's really good. Um, <laughs> Birth was my number 11. It was my most ranked, uh, highest honorable mention. But right, just barely. But it made Noah's list. It made my yeah. list. Yeah. <laughs> and not only did both of them make my list, Birth is at number five, and I'm allergic to dogs was number four. They're right next to each other, and they both cracked the top five. So congratulations on that okay, one, baby. It's not first, so I don't care. This was so first. great to talk to you. Thank you so much for coming on the pod. <laughs> Fuck both of you. Fuck both of you. I don't care. I don't so, care. That's bullshit. I, will, I don't accept the results. Damn. I don't accept the results. This is going to happen at the Oscars when you're nominated for, like, six awards that night, and you don't, you don't, you don't come in, <laughs> like, first one. on any of them. You're going to absolutely make, I demand a recount. It's a legitimate election. You know, you're going to do yeah, the whole thing. It's a sham. Honestly, yeah. you guys are both wrong, so that's a yeah. bummer for both that's of you. That's cool. Hey, I'm, I, I think that I'm canonically a dumbass on this show. Like, I think that that's, anyone that listens to the show knows that I'm a big old dummy, so... It's fair, just more validation. <laughs> no, so, I love you both. Even though you guys, you guys are wrong, I still love you guys. Deeply. Oh, that's so nice. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, so that's uh, and then Jason did did Wild Tales make your honorable mentions as well? I forgot. It did. Yeah, yeah. It ended up in the stew of the honorable mentions there, uh, in, in the kind of unranked section of the honorable mentions. But Birth was my number eleven. Uh, and yeah, that's it. But yeah, no, Nina. It was. It's been such a pleasure to have you on the show, and it's like. Of all the people to have like a weird like be in the center of a Venn diagram of friends with Noah Marger, like 
not to say that you were the last person that I would have expected that being, but it was such a treat when uh, you recorded, when Noah said, oh, I know Nina, and then you recorded that episode of my very sweaty apartment back when I was still living in LA. And then it was a double treat to have you back on the show again. This is something we've been asking all the folks that have come on the episode today. What has your, what was your experience like being on uh, our show? Like, what was it, what was it like to uh, come on? It's on the list and to just uh, pal around with us, be the third chair. Huh. Wow. So now I have the power. Yeah. Oh yeah. As far as all the podcasts that I know you're getting invited to, where does this rank on your top 10 list? I think, I think you're both to? cowards. I think you're both cowards. I think you're okay. both fake. Yeah. I think you, guys, you don't have taste. You don't have, you don't have my respect. I'm kidding. You guys are lovely people. I have fun every time I'm with you. We have Whoa. two hour conversations and it really fills me up in a way that a lot of people don't. So thank you guys for having me. I feel very, very close to both of you. Nason, I just feel like I got bamboozled big time. I thought she was going to say something mean, and then she said something nice. She got me. Oh, my God. Can you believe yeah. it? Oh, my God. She said something nice. She said Holy something shit. nice. We got bamboozled. Uh, <laughs> uh, Nina, that was so sweet. It's been a pleasure to have you on both times, and it's been a pleasure to uh, – It has been a, it's been such a, a delight and a real treat to just – talk with you about movies and music and uh, have a fun time anytime that we get to either see each other in person or um, on Zoom chat here. We, you know, when you met me in my first sweaty apartment, well, technically my second 17. sweaty apartment, when you were yeah. 17 years old, which is fucked up. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, uh, Mason, why the fuck are you doing hanging out with 17-year-old Nina? That's a whole separate po- that's What's a Nina, what's Nina doing hanging out with a bunch of fucking uh, 22-year-olds is what that's the better point. question is, I think. Uh, no, I don't know if I could have predicted that this would have been such a uh, nice, long friendship, and I'm very happy that it has been. Me too. It's, it's been five years at this point, I guess. Yeah, so half just, a decade. Uh, yeah. So just all to say, uh, I love you, bud, and I love that you've been uh, a part of this the stew of the show since. It's I love you guys too. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm happy to come on anytime. It's always a always a blast. Whereas you and I, Nina, haven't known each other for quite long, so there's a really good chance our friendship might be over. Actually, to be honest with you, after this. Yeah, I mean, I'm actually moving out of the country, so I don't know how close we'll ever, you know. Yeah, no, that's cool. Um, yeah. Uh, absolutely yeah that'd be great actually if we could i don't know maybe stay intentional i don't know um either way we'll, we'll be fine we'll figure it out we'll figure it out um <laughs> so thank you so much for coming in talking to us about your experience uh, you are the only person to have two entries on my list so uh, you might not be at number one at any point but let me say this you, you made the cut sweetheart you made the cut congratulations thank you baby boy i'm 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 now it's the news is settling and i'm feeling better so it's okay Thank you, Christina Kramer, for coming on the show. Bye. Bye. Okay. Bye. (laughs) Later. Oh. All right. That's everybody, right? Except for Chris, who's yeah, Chris ghosted us. Yeah, he literally dipped out on us. We'll see. Maybe we uh, maybe we record another time with him. Maybe not. Maybe you just cut this part out <laughs> entirely. Uh, but no worries. We're not even supposed to be doing this. But I missed the last one. So that's true. We all yeah, get, this is Chris's fault. Yeah. We yeah. All and I was watching It Follows right before this, <laughs> so I really fucked up on, in that sense. But um, we're recording now. Someone just liked a tweet of mine, which is you know makes sense. Yeah, that's a very common occurrence I found. Yeah. No, well, it's it's even more common for you, uh, guest, because 
Uh, we're talking to the viral Chris oh, Chalakian, oh. baby. Hell yeah, viral phenom. He's shaved. <laughs> He's still got eraser head hair. Uh, did I miss something? Is, did, it, did, it, did Chris go viral recently? Chris, you want to explain that one? I found a video. You know what's the worst part about this type of, of virality that we're discussing here? It wasn't even like I did anything. Right. It was just that I found an already existing piece of media. And I was oh, like, yeah. Look at this piece of media I found. And then a bunch of people, not caring who I was, was like, oh, yeah, this is a totally interesting piece of media. And so they shared that around. Sure. And I'm irrelevant in this whole procedure. You know what I mean? Right. I'm simply the vessel. Will you, can you explain to Mason specifically what it was, though? So I found this video, Mason. It's very good. The beginning of it starts with, let's bring out your first contestant, ladies and gentlemen, Michael Jordan. And then a bunch of cheerleaders move aside, and Michael Jordan comes out. And then they go, sure. all right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to meet his opponent. Tonight, from Hollywood, California, Elliot Gould. And then, like, a 55-year-old Elliot Gould runs out onto the court. Oh, boy. Michael Jordan's maybe 25 at this point. Okay. And, and then it goes to uh, Dick Van Patten, the actor, and he's wearing this hairpiece. And he's like, okay. everybody, we've got a crazy night. One-on-one, -on -one, Michael Jordan going up against Elliot Gould. Like, does, you know, the, the, the phenom of the world going up against one of Hollywood's great actors at a time when his career is, like, not doing so hot also. And right. They're like, does Elliot Gould have what it takes to beat Michael Jordan? And then the video ends. And it's very fun, and it's very funny. And uh, I can't imagine that I, Elliot Gould had what it takes to beat Michael Jordan. And you just found that. I found and, it. I and I was listening it. to an Elliot Gould interview where he talked about this. He was like, I played Michael Jordan one-on-one. -on -one. We did Around the World, and I beat him. And I was like, wow. true. And I found the video. Wow. And there's no, like, full video. But I found that, and it was a little longer, and I was like, wow, this minute and a half is great content. And I was right. Did your boy Crazy. Sean Clements end up seeing it? Do we know? No, but you want to know something really funny? So what? I was, like, kind of checking in every now and then to see if, like, pe cool, you know, people that I like saw it. And right. at one point, I see with the blue check next to it, Ron Clements has, oh. like, just, like, this sports anchor in Texas named Ron Clements. <laughs> And I was like, how is it that close? That's crazy. It's really fucked, fucked up. up indeed. Well, speaking yeah. of also fucked up, um, lots going on on this call right now as far as <laughs> layers are concerned because we're not recording this the same day that we recorded all the other interviews. Uh, I'm going to set the scene. What's that, Chris? This is what? Six days later? Yeah, almost a week. What's yeah. today? Friday? Yeah, very... Yeah. Very, very after the fact. So I'm going to set the scene here real quick for what's going on. Great. Mason and I recorded all of the other interviews uh, for this bonus content back to back to back to back, basically. Uh, we did it for about two hours. Then I recorded an entire other episode of my solo podcast with Sydney Adams of Everything Now. Really tired. So Chris is supposed to be our last interview uh, of that two-hour segment where we have everyone come in back to back and he doesn't show up and you're just exhausted i'm pissed <laughs> i'm pissed for yeah. doing the interviews in the first place at this point and i'm i'm like i gotta do a whole other fucking thing after this another two hours probably and chris doesn't show up so i'm like hey buddy come on like we actually do have a time 
limit on this. Like, this is not just like, we can't just sit around and wait for you forever. And Mason and I are like, oh, like, oh, we'll get some other, we'll get this other person in who wasn't able to like make their time. Uh, and then I get a text from Chris that says, oh fuck, am I in trouble? And I could just like <laughs> hear his voice screaming like that from another room. And I'm like, you're in a little bit of trouble. <laughs> you're, in, you're in a very small amount of trouble. Um, so that's that. I'm going to pause that thread real quick to just say, Mason's walking around the wild streets of Chicago, He's Illinois. Yeah, right. I'm on the Bloomingdale, the Bloomingdale Trail, the 606, as it's colloquially known. Uh, I wanted to get out of the house, and I forgot that I was doing this because <laughs> uh, I'm a dummy. And when I'm out of work, I'm just like, fuck it. Usually, I just leave the house on Friday, forgetting this other commitment. But I'm on the phone. I am at 31%. We're going to get through this That's plenty. Uh, together. Yeah, we're, we're doing fine. Can't so, promise you'll always be able to see me, but uh, yeah, we're doing this. <laughs> yeah, Mason's our field correspondent for it. It's on the list. Uh, how's it's it 80 degrees in Chicago today. That's what's going on. That's the field report. There we go. And you guys uh, can't see it at home, but Mason has a great mask on, and it's covering. It's really covering his face properly, and it's good to see. It's really good mask. I have. I listen. I take this mask etiquette very seriously. Cover both my nose and my mouth. Have it uh, over under my glasses. No fog actioning happening. Really nice. got this down to a T. But to pick up the Chris thread real quick, mm -hmm. uh, just because I had to explain exactly what the fuck Mason is contending with right now. Um, so I say to Chris, hey, come on, like, let's get on this call. Let's get this going. Like, I, I got shit I got to do. Like, I'm not, like, being – I wouldn't even say I was being, like, that friendly. I was just like, come on, buddy, get on the call. And I, I think if memory serves correctly, I was slotted to go from 7.10 to 7.30. That's correct. I texted you at 7.33. <laughs> like, pretty much exactly when my slot had ended. Yeah, really good timing on your end. And I just <laughs> get a text that's like, oh, fuck, am I in trouble? And I'm thinking, yeah, you're in trouble. Chris, what was going on? So meanwhile, at, at Lake Arrowhead, California. Okay. Oh, boy. I'm, I'm, I'm doing ecstasy in a basement. <laughs> and, you know, I'm, I see this text, and I go, I, well, first of all, I'm downstairs in a basement. I think I'm chewing on a straw really hard. Okay. And I go... I gotta go get my phone for something. And I run upstairs to get my phone for something. And then I see the texts from you. And it's funny because maybe an hour before that, I went, I really have to remember to do this podcast today. Yeah. And I told Chloe, I was like, make sure I don't forget. I have a podcast at seven tonight. And I said that maybe at five o'clock. Right. And then maybe at 5.15, they were like, hey, we all decided we we're gonna do Molly tonight. And I was like, oh, okay, I get, sure. I mean, uh, okay. Uh, and then that, you know, so I, it just sort of slipped my mind and, okay. uh, then I saw it and I was very sorry. And <laughs> I said, I believe I said, I don't actually want to dox anyone for having been involved in this, but I believe sure. I said to blame another member of the everything now cast. You did. Yes. You did. You did. did. Yes. I said to bring it up with them and that it is their fault. And I encourage you to do that. Uh, to, to bring it up with them and know that it's their fault. So I actually have the exact transcript in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to read that real quick. First, at 7.09 p.m., 
one minute before I think Mason's gone, but maybe he'll come back. Who knows? Uh, one minute no, before. I just got the little, little power alert. So. <laughs> okay. No worries. Uh, first, <laughs> first text in this thread is the Zoom link, and I said, "Come in, bitch." Yeah. Actually, I was beater before. I was like actually I, very like, upset. To be honest, didn't appreciate the tone. You know what? That's okay. I don't appreciate it looking back on it. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's that. We don't appreciate about that. Uh, then I don't know how much later it is, but it's later enough to the point where I'm frustrated. I'm like, come on, baby, let's do it. Then immediately at 7:33, yikes! Am I in trouble? I can't explain, but you're not gonna like it. <laughs> and, I, and I, you know, trying to keep it together, you know, because I got a lot. Think I'm thinking about a lot of things in this moment. I say. You're in a little trouble, but we want to reschedule your <laughs> slot for another day. So I just, like, gave you a crack of how insane things were for me there. But I was trying to keep it together. Mm -hmm. uh, then you immediately respond, uh, okay, that works for me. I'm on a good bit of ecstasy, which is the first <laughs> time you reveal the ecstasy. Unprompted. Uh, it wasn't needed. <laughs> it was actually one of those Not things. Not asked for an explanation. Yeah, you kept digging your hole in a really insane way. Yep. Uh, and then the next text just says, this one is blank's fault, pal. I'm sorry. We're trying to figure it out. Uh, wouldn't to do it next. And I told him we'll, we'll figure this out. And I said, have a nice trip. See you next fall. Then you said, okay, tell Mason I'm sorry. And again, this is all blank's fault. And now yep. we're here. Now we're here. Six days later. Now we're here. Uh, I just got the 10% battery notification shortly <laughs> after the 20% <laughs> battery really notification. Cool. So okay. we're going to speed this up. Chris. We wanted you back uh, for our one year. We were having a couple folks come through who really, I think, contributed to the tone and tenor of our first year here. You've been a returning guest with us. Uh, we're, your first appearance was uh, back in the Crenshaw Boulevard days where, uh, as legend serves, you went to the wrong building, went to the <laughs> wrong apartment building, uh, saw some kids, some, playing play soccer, yeah. some kids play soccer. Talked about, first, we talked about uh, Jacques Tati's parade and uh, the King's Village uh, Green. We had you back earlier this year uh, in early Corona times to uh, when we all took a first-class trip to Rio to get away from That's the right. craziness of the United States yeah. uh, covered by all of our Patreons. Uh, but we asked you back because you, we did a, uh, it's, it's just out now. I don't know if you've heard it yet, but we did do a ranking of our 10 favorite uh, new-to-us things, and you made... One of our lists. What? Now, if you listen to the show, <laughs> you listen to the show, uh, no cheating. Or did you listen to the show? Did you listen to the one-year anniversary episode, show? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, but no, the one-year anniversary. The one-year anniversary no, of the show that yet. just came out. Okay. Gotcha. Okay, so we can play this fairly now. So okay. whose list did you make? What rank do you think? Did you make mine, Noah's, or both of ours? What rank did you get, and what do you think made the list? Okay, I didn't make Noah's. I can immediately get that out. <laughs> That's correct. Correct. I didn't make Noah's, and I, for that reason, also think I didn't make both. So I'm going to go. I was on Mason's list. Yes. Now, I'm trying to think. Movie. Yes. Yes. Fuck yes. Okay. That Man from Rio. Yes. Yes, oh. Jeff. Ooh. All right, and now this is for it's. And this, the list. You did a top ten movies or top five movies? 
it was top ten anything. So top ten anything, and it was yeah, Suzanne albums combined. Yeah. Okay, I'm yeah. gonna say. I want to believe you guys have had some like things that you really re- so I'm gonna go seven. Oh wow, I think that's a swish, right? That's a like perfect three quarter shot right there, right? I, yeah, I, he was seven. I well, I don't remember your list exactly. I want to say it was eight, but I don't oh, remember I was specifically. Say eight. It's really close. Yeah, you were in that kind of bracket. I'm all, since I'm on a walk, I can't verify for certain, but listen to the episode. Either seven, either eight. Uh, but yeah, buddy, that man from Rio, it was my kind of rationale for it was hadn't heard of it. Wasn't going to cross my list until you brought it on and you brought it on. And I thought it was a real fucking treat. So that is a great, what's up, chef? thank you thank for that. You. I'm honored. And, and wow. I just have to say, Chris, uh, you were very close to making my list though. Mm-hmm. You yeah. were at Mason, <laughs> Mason can vouch. No, Mason can vouch. Mason can vouch for me. Yeah. Were, no, were, true. Truly. You were the last you were the highest honorable mention that I had. Wow. You were number, yeah. One of your things would have been number 11. Do you want to take a guess at what that would have been? One of my things would have been number 11. Gal Costa album. Yep. Yes. Yep. That is yeah. what would have, that uh, was, it just missed the list. Well, I yeah. really do. Damn. Well, Mason, I know your phone's going to die, and I don't want you to die <laughs> in the middle of this call. So I think we should wrap this one out with just asking the thing we've been asking all of our guests, and that is – What's your experience doing the show? Like, what, what was it like? You were able to do both the in-person days when we were still in L.A. and now the virtual shows. So talk to, talk to us quickly about that. What was it like to do the shows? Do you hate doing this shit? <laughs> what, 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 is it, what is it like on the other end of the table? No, I love doing the show. I do very few podcasts or, like, just, like, kind of talking about things that interest me where it's not, like, performative, and I feel like, I I always worry when I'm on the show that I just start sort of rambling about like side details about things that aren't necessarily relevant to like arguing for my thing that I brought on. But I love just like getting to talk about a thing I like a lot. And then you guys are really good at like being interested in it and like engaging with it. Sure. And then I also love that like Noah doesn't like things I like. And there's like a <laughs> tension that builds there where I'm yeah. like, Noah and I yeah. are not agreeing about anything throughout either of these two episodes, and there's this sort of underlying tension with that, and I enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. I like that, too. No, <laughs> I like that, too. It's nice to have a little, like, kind of drama on the show. Yeah. A little light sprinkling of some drama there. I think in uh, season no, buddy, three, I'm looking, a real I'm looking treat forward to a lot of drama. Yeah, <laughs> to really stir the pot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even you, more drama. Noah is a – yeah, Listen, I'm a messy bitch that lives for drama. I know Noah's the same way. <laughs> yeah, I'm a hide uh, son of a bitch. Uh, yeah, but uh, Chris, it's been such a pleasure to like get to know you through this show and like following everything now and all that stuff. Uh, just wanted to, you know, uh, I'm at one percent here, but one percent on my phone could be fifty. I honestly have no idea with Holy this fuck. thing. Uh, but yeah, but if I dip out, I just wanted to say quickly that. Really appreciate having you on the show. I really think you've brought on an eclectic bunch of stuff, and uh, you're a great guest. You're a great guy. It's been a real treat uh, and a pleasure to meet you through the show and get to know you a little better uh, on the side. Oh, we never <laughs> mentioned that he also brought on an extremely key movie. Yeah, thanks for being on the show. 
Yeah, you broke up real bad on our we end on that one. Right at the end, but thank you, Mason. You seem like a super chill guy. I don't exactly know how we've crossed paths in this play, but I always enjoy <laughs> discussing movies and, sh and shit, and it's always a good time on this show. Well, when you inevitably come back for after we're done with our hiatus, because we are, t you know, we're in the middle of our hiatus right now. How about try bringing on something that I'm actually gonna fucking like this time? No, I think I'm gonna double down and become even more <laughs> niche and yeah. accessible to you. Yeah, do even more of a heel turn. All right, well, we're gonna hang up now because I think <laughs> I think Mason can't continue on with the battery situation. But All thank right. you, Chris. Uh, Thanks, Chris. Be on the other side, brother. On the other side. Yeah, brother. Take care. I'm gonna listen to the app. Bye. Yeah. That's it for now. That's it for now. Uh, thanks for listening to this special bonus Jonas episode of It's on the List, folks. You can find uh, the show on the links in the description. Uh, again, as we said at the end of the, the, the last episode, means a lot if you've been listening to the show for a year or to any period of time at all. If this is your first episode, your second, your third, your sixth, doesn't matter if you listen to us go off every week. means a lot uh, to know that you're there, to know that you're listening. Um, hope y'all are well out there. Hope y'all are safe. Uh, I didn't say this at the end of the one-year anniversary episode, and I feel bad about that, so I'm going to say it now very loud. Black Lives Matter, matter. Black Trans Lives Matter, abolish, defund the police, Save the United States Postal Service. Get your dang balance in. Uh, fuck Donald Trump. And we will see you all whenever we see you next time. So Thank you very much for listening. We will see you guys very soon. Bye-bye.